Social Impact CX, the podcast that helps you drive mission and make a difference with customer experience. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for the Social Impact CX podcast. I'm John Corrigan, and I'll be your guide to how you can drive mission and achieve social impact with customer experience work. This is episode 19 of Social Impact CX, and again, thanks for listening. Today, I'm grateful for a big event that is taking place as I record this episode here on November 15th, 2018. It is Social Enterprise Day. I believe Social Enterprise Day really got a foothold first in the UK, but it's spreading far and wide and has reached the US and and elsewhere. Social Enterprise Day is the third Thursday in November and is part of Global Entrepreneurship Week. It's a day to raise awareness of social enterprises who are businesses that many times focus on social or environmental missions. And just to disclose, I'm founder of a social enterprise startup here in the U.S. It's it's called JourneyMap. That's J-O-U-R-N-I-M-A-P. And JourneyMap is a cloud-based customer experience application designed to help nonprofits and social impact organizations better serve the people that they're trying to help through affordable customer experience capabilities. Across the pond, Social Enterprise UK is running a large campaign around Social Enterprise Day to raise awareness of these amazing organizations and the work that they do. Social enterprises include both nonprofit and for-profit companies. If you're a for-profit social enterprise, at least in the US, then you might have a business structure such as a B Corporation or an L3C. JourneyMap is an L3C. Uh, The team putting on Social Enterprise Day references that in the U.S., companies like Goodwill are well known for their work in hiring those in need and providing products and services at an affordable rate. In fact, Goodwill is something of an institution that kicked off the tradition of thrift stores like the Salvation Army and others uh, that are hiring those in need and providing their products at affordable prices. There are any number of businesses these days that are social enterprises that are focused on doing well and doing good as part of their mission. And I'd encourage you to check them out online or in your community. And if you have an opportunity, if it fits, you know, buy something or purchase their services or provide some other form of patronage. Because however you help a social enterprise by giving them some business, they'll be working hard then to help others as well. So in episode 19 of Social Impact CX, I'm picking up on my conversation with Marguerite Mira-Tortorello. Marguerite is president of Tort Communications, and she's done a lot of work in the insurance industries. Um, She's been an executive in the property casualty sector with the PCI organization, and presently she heads up the insurance careers movement. And she's done other interesting things in the past, such as working at the White House and working for the Texas Rangers. Um, This will be part two of my discussion with Marguerite following the first part of our conversation in episode 18 of Social Impact CX. Uh, We're talking about the insurance sector and what's going on with customer experience work. And as usual, I think that there are many concepts to be applied to social impact and nonprofit work, even when an idea is coming from a large traditional for-profit insurance provider. Uh, there are ideas that apply and can be adapted for nonprofit and social impact work. So let's return to my conversation with Marguerite. Hope you enjoy the second half of our discussion. So, you know, while we're talking about insurance, which fits in the broader umbrella of financial services, I, I'm going to, and hopefully you, you find this 
of interest, uh, you tell me, uh, but I read a, a research report recently from Deloitte, and uh, I, I believe the research had also been sponsored by Salesforce, and that it's, in some sectors of financial services, there's 30% of customers who are intending to switch providers within the next two years. And, you know, that's a pretty big number. And what's, what I found really interesting in the report is that there is dissatisfaction that has a lot to do with this idea of transparency. And right. it also has a lot to do with the experiences people are having in other market sectors outside of financial services, like, you know, Airbnb, which is totally disrupting the world of, you know, hotels and leisure as well as business travel. And so is this a dialogue in the insurance as well as you think the broader financial services market? So I do think it's a dialogue. And um, unfortunately, I wish I could say that trust reputation issues in the insurance space, you know, previously were great, but it's been an issue. And it's something that the industry has repeatedly tried to tackle and really try and move the needle on. But it's hard because there is that skepticism about the space and just the reputation. And when things go wrong, they want that transparency, they want that ease of use. That is where I think technology is definitely helping. You're seeing companies come in trying to provide solutions to, as you were just saying, remove some of the friction and increase that transparency. A great example is Snapsheet, which is a company based out of Chicago, and they're trying to improve that claims processing um, experience. They're trying to make it faster. They're trying to make it more transparent. They're trying to improve that customer experience. And so we're in such an environment now where you can get information in just a matter of seconds, and we're used to being connected at all times. And so you see the insurance industry really working to try and move the needle on that, which I think is great. And that goes into this trust this trust report that you're talking about. It's all interwoven. Um, some other co companies that are working on it is Insured Mind. They're trying to really work on that experience with insurance agents and how do they really cultivate that customer relationship and be more proactive, more communicating. So companies are realizing we need to do more. And on the technology side, you're seeing these platforms or these initiatives coming to the forefront to try and help move the needle. There's also a couple other things going on out there. As you see, like Amica Insurance, they've had such high ratings um, consistently on customer service. And you see that across their platforms. So whether it's Twitter or Facebook or all these other platforms they have out there, they are just so quick to respond, very helpful to their customers, highly engaged. And so there's some great examples, but you're very right on this trust. It is a big issue. So not just uh, high net worth individuals, financial services, and that. I think this is, from what I'm reading, it really is a discussion across financial services. Creating trust with the customer and making them feel valued and really right. focusing on their experience is, is a huge issue. Right. And it goes back to listening. Like, how are you listening to your customers in real time? And how are you listening to their decision points? Like, what is happening? That is it. And in that episode where I talked about a voice of the curb, which playing off the idea of voice of the customer, you know, I want to reiterate, you you do not need the latest and greatest software program. You don't need the team of 12. You don't have to go hire consultants to do these measured uh, listening programs. And, and by all means, if you have resources to formalize a listening program, a voice of the curb program, I would advocate that you do. The idea is, you know, even if if you've got email and you can do SurveyMonkey or some other free survey tool 
and you can establish a regular practice of listening to the people that you're working to serve. And then you really take that in-house and you share it with your colleagues and you make it a practice so that your organization is listening to the customer and you're understanding what things are like from their perspective. That, that you know that is that's at the core of what customer experience is really all about. I agree. I agree. And you know, I want to go back to Turning Map for a second. So, I um, a short time ago, I did a little YouTube video talking about how companies can individuals can accelerate their careers. How can they can make a difference right now in October, early November? And so, I'm a big believer in these next couple of weeks are really a great opportunity to invest and try some different things because as soon as Thanksgiving hits and Christmas, time just flies. People are just crushing on trying to get those year-end projects done. And it's just such a heck of a time of year with the holidays and the end of year work environment. But right now, if people can carve out a short amount of time and look at their budgets, this is the perfect moment to see, could you invest in, try something new that could set you up for some exciting things in 2019. So for example, if you look at a budget, there's probably some initiative that uh, did not use all the funds that had been earmarked for it, or there could be a project that everyone thought they were going to get to in 2018 and it's going to be pushed to next year, or perhaps there's something that was accomplished in a different way. And so there may be some funds still on the books and now is the time to carve that out. And so to do something like with JourneyMap where you could invest, you know, a small amount of money to test something out, set you up for the next year. I also encourage people that this is a great time to invest in talent pipelines for your organization. So in insurance, we encourage supporting Gamma Iota Sigma to help cultivate those rising stars in insurance, those leaders, or giving back to, again, like the Insurance Industry Charitable Foundation, or even to a trade association like PCI to the PAC to help encourage a positive business experience. But not right now, these three weeks, right before the holidays hit, are a great time to look at a budget and try out a project or invest something that will set you up for success in 2019. That is always a, a great point. I think people get lost in the, I think actually, uh, we're recording this in October, and so I think people start focusing on the end of the year push, um, and you never wanna lose sight of the fact that you have an opportunity to do a couple things end of year it could really help shape what you're doing in 2019. And we're talking about JourneyMap. Just briefly, if anyone is interested, you can go to journeymap.com. That's J-O-U-R-N-I-M-A-P, journeymap.com. And information is there about, uh, it's an online way to, to map a customer's journey. The deliverables include a visual journey map. You get the beginning of a persona and you even get empathy and emotion readouts. And you know to do this in a handcrafted custom research type of way, which by the way, really big insurance companies are doing this. A, right. a small project, and they're doing really interesting work in this space, but a small project is fifty, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars $200,000. And with JourneyMap, it's a more standardized, affordable way to do this work. And you can begin to download those deliverables, a real journey of a customer for $895. And actually, it's in beta right now. And so if uh, anyone is interested in and participating in the beta program, if you reach out to me via Social Impact CX, or uh, if you find me online at LinkedIn or Twitter, my Twitter handle is, is at JF Corrigan. Everything's 50% off, so that's less than $500 for a JourneyMap project. And, and JourneyMap will be on beta through the end of this calendar year 2018. So, um, so that's enough of a commercial about JourneyMap. Thank you for asking. I was very kind. But there are other things you can do than putting together a plan and going to your management and saying, 
we need a quarter million dollars to start, you know, phase right. of, a, of a customer experience program. There, you can take this in your own hands and be kind of crafty, kind of a grassroots approach with some lower cost uh, activities and really begin to bring back into house insights from your customers. And, and in, here in the world of Social Impact CX, it's not always a customer. It, it might be a beneficiary or right. a or a member, but uh, you know, it, the person you're trying to serve, the more you understand about them, the more you help. I know I say that all the time, but it's true. I agree. I completely agree. And again, I just, this is such a perfect time of year to try things because it is before the holidays. And then once 2019 starts and everyone's like all geared up, love the different initiatives, how are we going to run on that? So I just love this time of year. I think fall is the perfect time to try some new things, to set up some different successes for 2019. So I'm really excited about the work that's going on at Journey Maps. So, well, thank you. Given yes. your background, given you've worked in big insurance, you've worked in the association world, you have consulted with a variety of different insurance companies, small, medium, large, you've worked in government. You understand, I think, probably from your experiences, you know, when you don't have a million dollar program to, uh, budget to start a program, I, you know, you have to kind of put your thinking cap on and be a little scrappy and start. Yeah. Do you have any insights on, you know, if you don't have a million dollar budget and you want to begin to do some of this work other than journey map, are, are there, where else would you suggest that somebody starts given the work that you've seen? So I think like you can look at the insurance model. What's exciting is that in this day and age with whether it's social media or whether it's collaborating with local organizations, local business leaders, local community leaders, there is such an appetite for people coming together to make a positive impact on our communities and on our nation and around the world that just simply asking, I think people are surprised at how willing people are to collaborate, to jump in on an initiative. And so just thinking outside of your typical realm can really be powerful. And so, you know, what, for me, when I look at what's happening, whether it's wildfires or hurricanes, you're seeing just some really interesting collaboration. And so you'll have, high-level organizations like the Red Cross doing great things, but then you also have people at the local level who are just stepping up saying, we're going to do this type of drive and we're going to send supplies or we're going to send relief efforts or we're going to send people to help. And it's really powerful. People want to be a part. And so if you simply start by asking, do you want to be a part? Do you want to do something? They will. Um, now, this is a little bit different, but when you look at Bethany Frankel, what she's done from her status of helping with Hurricane, um, with in Puerto Rico, that was really powerful. And obviously she has very influential friends that she could harness, you know, jet planes and resources and stuff. But what's great is you're seeing now that with Hurricane Florence and Hurricane Michael, she's continuing on to do good work. And she is just asking people to volunteer and donate. And she's just asking everyday people on her social media channels, how can you get involved? How can you support? How can you be a part of things? And I think that's the same for any organization, whether it's a startup insure tech company, an insurance company, a nonprofit. If you just ask, people want to help and they want to support you in trying to make big things happen. So I want to come back to the subject of, of social media, um, but but one point be, before then, uh, you know, everyone gets so tired of meetings, meetings for. Right. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Here's a meeting that actually could be very worthwhile. You and a couple colleagues, and it could be meetings, it could be lunch. It, what, set aside a half an hour and. Tell a couple, three, four of your closest work colleagues and try and get people at different levels of the organization involved here. Tell everyone that you're going to put 30 minutes on the calendar. It's open brainstorming and you want everyone to come with two or three ideas of who you could partner with. Right. Um, 
if you're in the social impact space, who is in the adjoining space of big business or for-profit or consumer goods or insurance or whatever it is, and everybody, and, and make it a true brainstorming session. There are no bad ideas. And then go around the table, get it all out on a whiteboard or a piece of paper, and then go around again, based upon everyone hearing each other's ideas, what other ideas do you have? And have somebody take responsibility for the follow-ups or divvy up the follow-ups. Uh, and, and that's your having a clear action coming out of a brainstorming session is always good as well too. You know, whoever pops up in that brainstorming session of different partners, you may have different hoops to jump through or people to connect with or whatever that is, you'll figure that out for your environment. I think if you're working in a more resource-constrained environment where many social impact or nonprofit organizations are, I think being proactive about this conversation about partnering, it can be a really interesting and valuable discussion and use of time. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I do. So one, I love that idea. And two, it's so energizing to have those kind of conversations. And in particular, how you talked about um, every idea is on the table. So there, there will be great energy in that room. And I think it motivates people then and it helps people shift their thinking to some different corners or opportunities. And what I also think is powerful and is unique to this moment in time is there are so many ways to connect with people. So whether, so through my work and all these different jobs that I've had, I will search people on LinkedIn. I will find them on Twitter. I will find them on Facebook. I will look on Snapchat. I will look, you know, across the board on Instagram. I will find different ways to connect with people and you can see what people are passionate about and what would inspire them to be a part of what you're trying to build or what you're trying to do. But it has never been easier to connect with people that you thought were out of reach than right now. And it's wow. just because there's so many opportunities. And even it's seeing these people that you think may be out of reach, like seeing the articles that they're writing or the, the videos that they're putting out there, there are ways to connect with them and interact never before. And you can make things happen. And I, I think that's just so exciting. Well, and, and I know a little bit about some of the work you've done more recently in the past few years. Um, could you share a little bit about uh, your work or some of the work you've seen um, in a, a rather traditional industry such as insurance and what's going on with social media? Because I think this is yet another really interesting discussion. You were just touching on it. There are new ways to, to connect with audiences that it does require you to think a little differently about your audience, I think. But I think there are extraordinary opportunities out there that have previously not existed. So what I think is exciting is how people can tell their stories in a very authentic way. And so you do have companies that may have really big budgets and they can produce a, um, you know, a fancy video or like a more of a slick campaign. But you also, in this day and age, people are looking for authentic and they're looking for genuine, genuine insights and people speaking from their heart. And so that's been really fantastic to see with the insurance careers movement over the past three years, we have encouraged people to tell their stories on social media about why it is so rewarding and purpose-driven to work in insurance and the innovation that's happening and the incredible career opportunities to really try and hit shift that conversation that we were talking about earlier, like that this is an industry that is noble and you can have just unlimited career opportunities around the globe. So the Insurance Careers Movement hosts the Insurance Careers Month, which is in February. And in that month, we ask people to share their stories on social media. And the, just, the reaction has just been phenomenal. And so you'll see people, like I've been doing, just taking my iPhone, doing great YouTube videos and putting them up on the different social media cha channels. And you'll see some more professional videos that are out there. 
but it's really people telling an authentic way their passionate stories. Um, Erie Insurance is a great example where their CEO tells a story on Facebook about how he didn't expect to go in insurance, but the great career that he's had and shows why insure, insure, excuse me, Erie employees love working there. There's also great examples. We did an open letter campaign in June where we asked industry leaders to write an open letter to college graduates and tell them why they should look at insurance and MJ Insurance, their CEO had a great, uh, great letter. AM Best had a really powerful letter that was fantastic. Um, Hoyer, I'll send you the link for this video. They did this great video where one of their young professionals talked about why you should work in insurance and it's a really funny YouTube video. It talks about avocados and tattoos, but it's really inspiring at the end where they talk about how it can be a rewarding purpose-driven career. And then CNA is another great example where they are posting on social media all the time, whether it's some of their community events or career opportunities or how the company is giving back or responding to natural catastrophes. It's really powerful to see the visual storytelling happening out there. So you touched on some really important <laughs> Certainly authenticity is at, is at the base. If you, storytelling right. and narratives are so powerful and it does not matter if you're the world's biggest insurance company or if you're the world's smallest nonprofit organization storytelling and not just a story you want to tell but real stories about real people that are engaged right. with whatever it is you're doing um that is where it's at and this comes right back to why you listen and why the voice of the served or the voice of the customer is so important um, because the, that voice will typically lead you to some of these stories but authenticity then is absolutely great and another thing that you touched on is you know in the world of customer experience it's not just the customer. Uh, experiences right. are not created by just one team member. It takes a team. And so, you know, th this idea of the, the importance of stories for external audiences is, is really important. But stories are very powerful platforms to bring together internal teams. And it's teams of people that make experiences happen. Several episodes back in Social Impact CX, we had Thomas Pugh. Um, uh, has done a lot of work in the hotel industry. He helped, uh, he's on the initial team that, that launched W Hotels. And you know, you can have the best experience at the front desk or um, in the room uh, that you could ever imagine. But if you have one snarky employee in a bad mood at, um, at the front door or in the lobby, you know, it, it, you can bring down the whole experience. And so it's teams and understanding a common narrative and then working together and, and stories are really important to help teams do what they're trying to do as well too. So I think that right. is really important. So, and I agree. And John, it's interesting how you were talking about like the positive storytelling out there and how one person can knock it down. And I also think in this day and age of social media, it's so important to be proactive to have your good stories out there. And so you want to dig that well before you need it. Harvey McCase to say that. And I just love that quote. And so this is that same for when you think about nonprofits and companies of all sizes, you want to make sure your good story is out there already on social media and that you're showing it in a variety of ways. So then when there is that negative comment that's posted or their negative story, you have other information already out there to help counter it. And so it's much harder if the negative story comes out and then you're reacting and suddenly trying to push out content then it's not quite as authentic and genuine it seems like you're trying to react to counter the negative so just keeping it as part of your skill set that when we have great things happening we are going to be recording we're going to be interviewing we're going to working as a team to push that good story out on social media will just help so far in the long run
Well, and also another point about stories, which is also another point about doing customer experience work, is that stories get you right to empathy. Is that a, is that a discussion in the world of insurance, uh, empathy for customers and policyholders? It is. And so when you look at how people interact with insurance companies, you know, there's the point where you buy the product and communications along the way. But when things go wrong is when they're you know, usually then interacting with their insurance company. And so that empathy and understanding is so important. And then this goes back to what I know you are really passionate about, John. It's that relationship. And so you don't necessarily want that first interaction to be when something went really bad for that policyholder. You want to have those relationships cultivated. And so that empathy is already there, that strong relationship. So as you move through the process, you're all moving together in a positive way. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, have we missed anything, Marguerite, of what you'd like to talk about with what's going on in the insurance industry related to customer experience or social impact or empathy or anything? So I would, with social impact, I would just encourage, encourage all of your listeners that in, there are every city, every town, no matter how big, how little, there are insurance people that are in your communities that are passionate about doing good, giving back, they are purpose-driven. They believe in the role that insurance plays in our global economy and being a job provider and being a good community partner. So please reach out to the insurance people in your communities and ask them for help. Ask them to collaborate in different ways. Ask them how you can partner. They want to be a part of your good story as well. And so again, the more we can all work together, the better our whole country is. And so that's my final thought. And John, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk oh, with you sure. today. I love insurance. I love working with just phenomenal people across the industry. And I like helping make good things happen. So I really appreciate you letting me talk with you today. Absolutely. And I really look forward to this conversation because I don't know that always people always think about this, but you know, when you need your insurance, Many times you are at a point of other needs as well, too. And so I think if I think that the insurance uh, industry is having a conversation about experiences and empathy and, and better understanding people and meeting them where they are. And and, and that I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. And I think it's right next door to an awful lot of organizations that are working somehow or somewhere in a social impact um, type of way. And so exactly. um, that partnering conversation, I'm so glad that we talked about that. If everyone listening that works for a nonprofit or a smaller social impact organization thinks about who they could be partnering with, they should think about insurance. Uh, you know, who is in the yes. insurance sector right next to whatever experience it is that they're, or service they're trying to provide, because uh, I think there's probably great opportunities there. Agree, agree. All right. Well, thank you, Marguerite. Uh, once again, this has been Marguerite Tortorello, who is president of Torque Communications. She's also managing director of a really interesting initiative that you guys should look up, uh, Insurance Careers Movement. And you can find her. What, what's your Twitter handle, Marguerite? Uh, Marguerite Tort. There you go. All right. And so I'll post, uh, I'll post your Twitter handle. I'll post the link to the, the Lemonade State Farm video that we were talking about. And I hope everyone has enjoyed our conversation today. Thanks, John. Good deal. Thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on Social Impact CX. This has been Social Impact CX podcast episode 19. And that was the second part of my great conversation with Marguerite Mira Tortorello. As I've said before, Social Impact CX is also intended to be an interactive forum, a place to stir conversation and answer questions, provide some context, definitions, and hopefully achieve a better understanding of CX work. So what questions do you have after listening to my discussion with Marguerite? 
What's going on in the field of insurance that might shed light on how you can engage with the people that you're working to serve? You can ask a question or make a, a comment at Social Impact CX a couple different ways. First, you can send an email to comment at socialimpactcx.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-T at S-O-C-I-A-L-I-M-P-A-C-T-C-X.com. You can also find us on Twitter and post a question there. Of course, our Twitter handle is uh, Social Impact CX. And please follow us on Twitter to stay up to date with new podcasts and other related content. You can also find me on Twitter at the handle John F. Corrigan, or if you're listening to this podcast via YouTube, feel free to post a question in the comments section there, and we'll do our best to catch you uh, uh, at YouTube. And while you're there, also please uh, subscribe to the Social Impact CX YouTube channel. This is John Corrigan reminding you that, especially in social impact work, it's important to understand your mission is really all about someone else's journey. And the more you know about someone's journey, the more you can help. Thanks for listening to Social Impact CX.